Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Poor. My guest today is Lynn Jackson, and she's going to talk about Save the Pine Bush versus the Gilderland Developers. So, uh, Lynn, the uh, situations in Gilderland keeps you quite busy. What's the latest developments? Um. Yes, the, um, the, the proposals to build in Gilderland are pretty are coming fast and furiously. So right now we're looking at two of the proposed developments. Uh, the first one is a, um, a a project to build uh, housing for seniors, affordable housing for seniors. And the big problem with this this proposal is it's on 50 acres of pine bush. Now, 50 acres is a really big parcel in the pine bush. Uh, The developer is proposing to build on 11 acres and then dedicate 39 acres for preservation to the pine bush preserve condition. Now, that seems like a really generous prospect, doesn't it? that he's not going to build on those 39 acres. However, uh, it would be extremely difficult for the developer to build on those 39 acres given the topography of the the parcel. Uh, There's a lot, you know, as a pine bush is, of course, that beautiful, rare ecosystem, and it has many Mm -hmm. sand dunes and ravines, and this proposed development has uh, a lot of ravines and sand dunes on it. So we're left with the developer wants to develop on 11 acres in the pine bush. Now these 11 acres are designated in the Albany Pine Bush Management Preserve Commission's plan to be full protection. Full protection means that that it should not be built on at all. So basically what would happen should this project be built is that 11 acres will be removed from the pine bush ecosystem and uh, be replaced with buildings and pavements and ornamental trees and whatever. Um, And it's really, it's a very, to me, it's a very bad project. The other part about this this proposed is called the pine bush senior housing project. Mm -hmm. And the other problem with this is it's, it's um, along Route 155 in Albany, and um. the developer is uh, asking for uh, federal monies to help him with the project because it would wind up with affordable housing. But the problem with that is that, you know, for seniors to put them on a on a road that is so far from anything, if you live there, if you're an older person, you live there. It's a huge hike to go to, say, a bus stop. It's, a, it's about a half a mile to walk to a bus stop. And you mm-hmm. have to cross four or six lanes of Western Avenue to get to the bus stop. And oh, crossing Western, yeah, crossing Western Avenue is a real challenge. And if you're mm-hmm. older and have some mobility issues, it's, it's a huge challenge. Um, you know, I've got, I've got a question for you, Lynn. Now you sure. and I have discussed this, discussed this issue a couple of times 
on Focus on Albany. We did programs with Steve Wickham. Do you, what would what would you envision? There was never a Save the Pine Bush organization. What would that area look like now? If uh, Save the Pine Bush didn't exist, there there would basically exactly. be no pine bush. There'd be no pine bush. It would be all houses and office complexes and shopping malls and gas stations. There would be no pine bush. Absolutely not. So uh, the pine bush in in Gildeland is is a real a real treasure, right? Oh, absolutely. the The pine bush is a national natural landmark. Um, it is the home to many migratory birds. There are many, many different species of plants and animals that have um, are species of special concern or have some other kind of uh, level of uh, protection because uh, we're losing our plants and animals at a tremendous rate right now. It's a beautiful place. I mean, I, I would recommend if people listening to this have never been to the pine bush, that you should go take a walk in the pine bush because the pine bush is absolutely gorgeous. And it is so unusual looking. It, this is, it doesn't really look like the rest of the forests around here. When you go to the pine bush, the dominant species are these scrawny looking pitch pine trees and short uh, little uh, oak trees, little, little tiny oak shrubs. And when you go out there, you can see, you can actually see the lay of the land with the sand dunes. Now, you may notice there's no ocean or lake near Albany. And that's the right. other reason why it makes it so unusual is that, you know, we have these sand dunes, you know, regular sand dunes, parabolic sand dunes, um, right in the middle of the capital district. They're just, it's just amazing. And I would highly recommend if people have not been out there, uh, and if you just want to take a quick look in the Pine Bush, go to the Pine Bush Discovery Center and start there, and, and you can do short walks there to get a feel for what for what the Pine Bush is like. And then when you become more adventuresome, you can go out to the water tower or into the dunes housing development and start hiking out back there because there's a lot of land to hike on. So tell me something, Lynn. When did all this uh, proposed development start? <laughs> I mean, this particular flurry of development or development in general? In um, general. In general. In general. Well, in general, um, the pine bush, of course, has been, um, you know, humans have lived in the pine bush for many centuries. Um, the native peoples here had uh, uh, walked the Maquas Pots or um, the Mohawk Path through the pine bush. Um, John Wilcott has done a lot of research on the Mohawk, on this, this pathway in the pine bush. Uh, so during the height of the Erie Canal, when people would take the canal from Albany to Buffalo, a lot of people would get off the uh, the connect the boats in Schenectady and uh, take a train through the pine bush because that was quicker than 
say, locking through all the, the many, many flights of locks at, at Waterford. Um, so the, the pine bush has been something to develop for a long time. Now, in terms of how many people lived out there, you know, when say the pine bush started, some people even said, oh, the pine bush is just a wasteland uh, because, you know, it's these scrawny-looking pitch pine trees and these shrub oaks. And, of course, it burns every now and then. It's a fire disclimax community, which means that it burns to live. So there weren't um, a lot of people living there. There are some uh, historic caverns that uh, have been excavated in the pine bush, but there wasn't a lot of development. If you look at photos from the 1940s, there's there's not a lot of development. But as time went on, especially in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and of course this century, you know, there's been a lot of, a lot of, a lot of development, like a lot of it. The pine bush we estimate maybe was 50,000 acres in size uh, originally, maybe more. And now we estimate there's about 5,600 acres of the ecosystem left. And about of that 5,600 acres of the ecosystem, maybe about 30, 300 acres have been preserved, have been saved for preservation. So we have a long way to go to, to preserve more of the pine bush ecosystem. You, you know, that, that particular piece of land is not the only land in the Capital District or upstate New York for developers to put something on it. Well, it frustrates Why me. What, what frustrates Why me is they, that okay, go somewhere ahead. else. <laughs> what frustrates yeah. me is that I live in the south end of Albany, which is one of the most economically challenged neighborhoods in Albany. And if the developer came to the south end and said, "You know, we would like to do affordable housing like this," because it also has to do um, the proposal is also going to involve some. Um, services for uh, people who have uh, memory issues and things like that. So it's kind of a, a continuum of care type uh, situation for, for seniors. Well, if someone wanted to build like something like that in my neighborhood, I would say, come, build it here. Build it in my neighborhood. In the south end of Albany, you know, we've been losing density of people. You know, we, I live in a city, and density is good. They have more people uh, in a nice place together is much more efficient in terms of, you know, how you build your streets, your utilities, and, of course, public amenities are closer by. And it just seems to me that we need a mechanism to revitalize our inner city and leave our natural areas natural. Like, for example, um, 20 years ago, a developer proposed to build on Rap Road north of Washington Avenue Extension. And actually, east mm-hmm. of the landfill and on Rackwell, they proposed to build this thing. Well, at any rate, say the Pine Bush sued him, whatever. What happened is the state of New York did a land trade with that developer. So that developer gave this land. It was going to be the development was going to be called Drummond Fields. They traded Drummond Fields for land in the Patroon Creek area. You know, the, that's uh, north of the Harriman office campus off of Washington Avenue. And so mm-hmm. that land trade resulted in um, CDPHP, I believe, is built, was built there. And so now we have this beautiful area that's preserved. That particular piece of land was really important to preserve. 
that land is going to be forever wild. And, you know, the developer got to build in a place that was not so economic, so, so environmentally significant. And that's what I think we need to look at these kind of solutions in terms of, you know, we want to build, you know, I want to live in a beautiful city. I mean, I do live in a nice city, but I'd like it to be more beautiful. And I'd like more development to happen in my neighborhood because in my neighborhood we have abandoned buildings and we need, and I don't, I don't want to live in a place with abandoned buildings. I want, I want them to be used. And it just seems to me there must be some way to encourage developers to build in the inner cities and leave our beautiful natural areas as they are. Hmm. So with this latest develop, the, the latest development that wants to be built, um, I, I have cut you off. What is, what's going on with it? Uh, so right now, um, the uh, Gildeland Town Board has approved an amendment to the, to the zoning and given the developer an extension uh, so the developer can, you know, get his funding together and um, has more time to get a building permit. But one of the big issues with this that Save the Pine Wish is very concerned about is that when the development was originally proposed in 2017, the proposal was for a different project. It was more for uh, independent living for seniors into uh, a continuum of care type of situation. So it's a different, it's a different proposal. But at that time, even though this project is 100% in a full protection area, that there was no environmental impact statement written. Now, what is use is our environmental law, which is the State Environmental Quality Review Act, also called SEEKER. So that's the State Environmental Quality Review Act. If, if a full protection area in the pine bush doesn't trigger an environmental impact statement. So that's a big problem in my estimation is that the environmental impacts of putting this project in a full protection area of the pine bush were not closely examined. Um, and that's what, say, the pine bush is looking at right now. So that's the, the um, unfortunately, right now the developer uh, has most approvals that they need, and I believe they can go and get a building permit, but I'm not 100% sure of that. Um, they may have to go back to the planning board. I don't know. So, so that's that uh, situation. What is the feeling of the elected officials in Gilderland? Are they for the development or against it? Well, I think the majority of the town board, not all of them, the majority of them uh, have never seen a development they didn't like. I mean, wow. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of proposed development in Gildeland. Now, there is another uh, proposed development in Gildeland I would like to talk about. That's the situation. That's called the Pine Bush Senior Center, 11 acres of full protection to be destroyed very bad. Now, there's another proposal I'd like to talk about, and that is um, Pyramid Crossgate uh, wants, has proposed to build houses on Rap Road, 
plus uh, you know pyramid uh, bought a lot of houses off of Western Avenue, this whole little neighborhood they bought. And then for 15 years, they allowed the houses to be vacant. So they kind of deteriorated, you know, because nobody lived there. And Pyramid Crossbeach wants to tear down all those houses and build a Costco with gas stations, like 18 pumps. That's a lot of pumps. Now, State of Pine Bush really objects to this. We object to the housing on Rap Road because that is Pine Bush and it's um, very ecologically sensitive and they shouldn't be building there. But we also object to building on the Costco site because even though there are houses there, it doesn't mean it's not Pine Bush. It's still got the, um, you know, it's still got the sandy soils that are very indicative of Pine Bush geology. But one of the big problems with Costco is it's proposed to be built in what's called a transit-oriented district. So a transit-oriented district, or for short, TOD, transit-oriented district. Now, this is a special district zoning. It's a special zoning that the idea behind the transit-oriented district is to promote uh, public transit, walking, and bicycling. Now, putting a gas station with 18 pumps, to me, does not promote walking, bicycling, or, or public transit. Also, you know, we, I, I think it's, like, it's so obvious right now that we have a huge problem with climate change. We have a huge problem. Look at, at the hurricane that just came through. We have a huge problem with climate change. And the idea that someone would build, um, you know, carbon-based infrastructure that big in the town of Gildalind is unacceptable and that we really need to stop building um, infrastructure that's based on, you know, the burning of fossil fuels. And this is what this is. This is this huge gas station. I mean, the irony is there's an abandoned gas station just a few hundred yards from where they want to build this Costco. And yet Pyramid, you know, I don't know who owned, I don't know the history of that gas station. It's been abandoned for years. It's like, you think there's a problem with gas stations? I think there's a problem with gas stations. The other problem is this proposed gas station is going to be built on an aquifer, on a, what's called a, a principal aquifer. And the aquifer, uh, the pine bush is on an aquifer, so it's a very rich source of water and uh, clean water. And we don't want to, you know, in any way damage that. And, you know, gas stations, you know, they leak sometimes. I'm not saying that Costco's gas station is going to leak, but these are some of the hazards of putting a gas station on top of a principal aquifer is that, you know, pollution may happen. So that's our other, that's the other big project in the town of Goodland is this proposed Costco. And um, that if people are interested in either getting involved in these issues because the Costco to me is a huge issue when it comes to climate change. Um, they can email me at contact at save the pine bush.org or um, the, this project is going to be in front of the um, board of zoning appeals in the town of Gittlin next week. And people can come to that um, 
I believe the date is September, Wednesday, September 1st. Let me just make 100% sure. Yeah, Wednesday, September 1st, 7 o'clock p.m., the Town of Gillen Town Hall. The Board of Zoning Appeals is going to um, discuss the case of the proposed Costco. And people really need to come out and say, you know, we've got this problem with climate change. We should not be building such, this kind of fossil fuel infrastructure. I mean, surely there's enough gas stations in Gittleman at this point. They don't need another one, not such a big one. Uh, so the issue of climate change, I think, is really important. But the issue of protecting the pine bush is really important. And it should not, this kind of development does not belong in the pine bush. You know, so we, um, had done, we had done shows a, a few months back, and there was a ruling against Costco. Was that was overturned? Yes, unfortunately. So um, the project, which was the proposed apartments plus the uh, proposed Costco plus other unnamed residential and office buildings um, by Pyramid Crossgates, they proposed to, to build this project. The, some residents of Gildalyn sued uh, the town of Gillen over their approvals, the town planning board specifically, over their approvals of this, this huge development in Gildalyn. And um, the New York State Supreme Court judge, Peter Lynch, made an excellent ruling. It was a 79-page ruling about all the issues that the planning board did not look at, all the problems that the planning board introduced, all of the reasons why um, this, you know, that the citizens were right and the town of the planning board should not have given approval to this project. So Pyramid and the town appealed, and I was astonished. They went to the appellate division, and the appellate division overturned Judge Lynch's uh, ruling, 5-0, which means, um, you know, that it's unlikely to prevail at the Court of Appeals. It's absolutely, to me, it's absolutely shocking. It's absolutely shocking that the appellate division would have overturned Judge Lynch's absolutely excellent, excellent um, decision. So, um, however, in the meantime, uh, we say the Pine Bush filed, we filed our own lawsuit over environmental issues involving this proposed development. And what we did with that is that uh, – we asked that until the appeal was heard, we didn't want our case to go forward because Judge Lynch's decision was so excellent. Um, however, the, you know, since the Judge Lynch's decision was overturned, say the Pine Bush will go ahead with, with our lawsuit against the town of Gildalyn. So we'll have to look at how that will come out. But uh, the grounds for our litigation are, are different. They, are concentrate more on the environmental impacts of this enormous proposed development by Pyramid Crossgates. So, oh, and by the, the way, the other thing about Pyramid that I just have to make a note, you know, for 10 years in the, oh, I, I can't exactly remember the, the exact years, Pyramid Crossgates um, appealed their tax assessment. They did it for years, years and years and years and years. It was terrible. Fortunately, they lost the town one, and their taxes were not reduced. But recently, 
you know, if you read the paper, they've asked again to have their tax assessment reduced because, of course, the pandemic and, and all these issues. And so to me, it's like, so you have this big, huge, huge, huge corporation in Gildalin. I mean, the Pyramid Cross Stage was built on, you know, the mall was built on pine bush. It's all be- it was all beautiful pine bush, destroyed, of course, by cross stage. And, and yet they don't want to pay their fair share of taxes. And who's to say that if they get this, this proposal through, they won't ask for a tax reduction on these properties? To me, it's crazy. They should build, if they want to build this huge proposed development, they should build it in their parking lot. You know, we know that, that shopping malls are not as popular as they used to be, and Pyramid really needs to look at some other way than destroying right. the pine bush to expand mm-hmm. their, their business. So what what's coming down the pike that people should be aware of? Well, the most important thing is that if people would come out on September 1st, 7 o'clock p.m., Town of Gillen Town Hall, which is way out uh, Western Avenue, if people would come to that and either if they want to speak, that would be great, but that's where the, the Town of Gillen Board of Zoning Appeals will be discussing the proposed Crossco um, site because uh, the reason is before the Zoning Board of Appeals, the uh, Costco has to ask for a special use permit or something like that um, so that they can build there because gas stations are not a permitted use in the land in this transit oriented district, so they have to ask for special permission to put the gas station in there but to me it's it, the whole thing is nuts it, first off, it shouldn't be built in the pine bush, and secondly. It shouldn't, they shouldn't put a gas, a huge gas station. I'm not talking just a gas station. This is going to be a huge gas station in a transit-oriented district, especially when we, went, when we have such climate change issues. I mean, people who may not be as concerned about the pine bush but care about climate change, they should come also because we should not be building this kind of fossil fuel infrastructure. So if people want to learn more about it they, uh, they could of course come to the meeting but um, is there a website that they could look at is there an email that they could look at yes so people are welcome to come to our website which is save the pine org, um, and then our email is contact at save the pine org. Um, and we will be having uh, more of the lasagna takeout dinners in October and December, and more of that will be published on our website. So, okay, great. Um, thank you so much. So you'll, you'll keep us posted on how it's going, right? I will keep you posted. Thank you so much for having me on, on your show. I okay. really appreciate it. Okay. So you've been listening to Lynn Jackson. And she's been talking about Save the Pine Bush versus the Gilderland Developers. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focused on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thanks, Lynn. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a wonderful day.